Welcome, Fivers, to another episode of High Five the Podcast, a movie podcast for people who like other stuff, too. On this week's episode, your hosts, Courtney, Mia, and Jay, dive into some of their favorite movies and hopefully talk about some of your favorites, too. If they don't, feel free to yell at your speakers, or you could just tweet at them with your choices, like an adult. Now let's join the gang as they dive in. Fair warning, this podcast may contain spoilers for movies that came out 20 years ago, but really, at this point, that's your fault. And now, on with the show. You know what? I'm wearing the Santa hat over the headphones because I'm a damn professional. I'm dedicated <laughs> to this. That's why I'm, I'm, you, you suffer through the pain. Is what yeah. you do. No pain, no pain. You can't even see them. Maybe That's I the can... thing. It's an audio medium, but everybody can tell that I'm wearing a Santa they hat. They totally like, know. Oh, this they must be it. a holiday episode. They feel it. You feel it. Do mm-hmm. you guys feel it? I feel yeah. it. Okay. Absolutely. I, I totally feel the festive spirit. The holiday time is upon us. And I... I just I don't want anything more than a holly jolly high five from both of you. Yeah. Yes. Can we do a holly jolly high five? Yes. All right, here we go. Yay. Should we high five? High five. High five. High five. High five. High five, five, son. Woo! High five. Don't let me hang it. The holliest and jolliest of fives. That was good. That was a good one. That was a good one. I don't know how it came through for you, but I was about 80,000 seconds early, and then you both were perfectly in time. Oh, It was the opposite. Yeah. Jay, you and I were at the same time, and and uh, Courtney was half a second after. I feel like all three wow. of us were, were, were all separate. So. Bum, bum, bum. Mm-hmm. Time yeah. is a weird weird mistress isn't it oh isn't it ladies agreed oh my goodness i can i cannot tell you how excited i am to be back on another episode of high five colon the podcast where it is perfectly fine to love movies yes and i oh courtney mia i couldn't be think of two other people i'd want to sit and talk about movies with uh, during this time of season, of year, a time of season, you know what? I'm going to stick with it. This time of season, <laughs> yes. this year of Holly's festivities. How, how are you both? How are you uh, doing? I'm good. I'm a little sleepy, but I'm waking up. Uh, the daylight savings is a little rough on me. Um, with, with the wonderful holiday season comes that negative part. So I'm just, uh, you know, you know. You know, I'll be honest. I feel like I, you know, sometimes you have to speak your truth and I'm, this is my truth that I'm going to speak is I, every day I'm like, really? It's four 30 and it's oh, already dark. Now I know I'm a basic bitch for saying that uh, because it's like, everybody says that, but it's my truth. <laughs> and every day I'm like, it is too dark, too early. I'm so not dark. a farmer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need this i don't need this but you know what we're not here to talk about that we're here to talk about movies uh, i mean courtney mia first off just in general have you guys seen any good movies lately 
Yeah. Um, well, yes. yes is subjective because yeah, I've, yeah, I've, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen two in theaters recently that I uh, am obsessed with, and the one, the first one I saw, which is probably the most controversial as far as how I loved it, is House of Gucci. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. Okay. I, thumbs I up for you. Yeah, I yeah. thoroughly loved it. I I, I thought it it reminded me very of like a Wolf of Wall Street kind of like. A okay. borderline, like, like very, level like, of camp. yeah, yeah, very campy and just funny, and everyone was well cast, and uh, every it, it was just great. Everyone looked amazing. The fashion was great. Um, God, my, the how how Ugh. how terrible would it be if you made a movie about Gucci and everyone looked like shit? I know, like, I know. It would be, that would be the epitome of insults mm, for that. Yes, so bad. yes. But everyone looked super hot, and I, uh, it was great. And then the other movie I saw today um, was "Come On, Come On" with Joaquin Phoenix. Oh, was it good? Was oh that? my god, it was so I cried multiple Are times. Are you melting? Oh, I it melted. So bad. It was beautiful. Oh, see it. Q. Oh, yeah. okay. You got to see it. It's Joaquin, beautiful. Joaquin is oh. is amazing. I hear he is incredible. Like just like. I mean, the last thing I think I saw him in was Joker. So yes, going from yeah. that, what a- that <laughs> was no. incredible. And the and the child, the, the boy, the little boy they had as the other lead was uh, phenomenal. I was just like, you're incredible. Oh. And I it just, I, I, it was just tugged at every heartstring, but not in a cheesy way. It was just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And- um, I can't recommend it enough. I want to go see it. Again. I, it's so good. That's right. high on my list yeah. of things I want to see. Um, yeah. It's funny that you mentioned, you both mentioned House of Gucci. I did not mm-hmm. see House of Gucci. I did, in fact, see the other Ridley Scott Adam Driver movie that mm. came out this year. Uh, what was the that? Last Duel. Yeah. Last- ah, I want to <laughs> try you not know to what? scream into my mic. I want to see I it so bad. <laughs> Here's here's the thing. Here's what I'm going to tell you. I know really Scott was mad at millennials or whatever for the movie not doing well. Or, or I don't know what anyone's going to say about it. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I okay. thought it was a pretty damn good movie. One, Ridley Scott knows how to direct an action scene. He just oh, does. 100%. Like there's, the, the dual fight is really cool. Now, what I will also say is an interesting approach to this. And I don't know how many people know this about the film. I didn't going in but it's told from three different perspectives so you get matt damon's perspective you get adam driver's perspective and then you get like jody Jody? homer's Mm -hmm. like her i love her the the last like big chunk of the movie is her telling of like the events and i'll tell Mm. you pretty pretty good pretty good you know, so, I think it's strange that he says that it's millennials who don't want to watch the film when I barely saw anything I, about that film. Yeah, same, same. I did. They, I didn't even they, know it was out. They didn't advertise for shit. And the thing no. is, like, when we put a bunch of ads on TV, it's like, who's watching TV, yeah, who bro? Who's watching TV, dude? You got to put an ad on YouTube or something. Come on. I agree. Or YouTube on High Five calling the podcast. You could put. Yeah, I think here. that's the premium place to put it. It is. Yeah. If you want that's what movie, you really want. You want cinephiles yeah. to know about your movie? Put an ad on our page. I'm just on our yeah. podcast. I'm just saying. I'm just oh. saying. And and for you ladies, because I know this is going to be up your alley. You mm-hmm. get a, 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 a you get a glimpse of Adam Driver Peepee. Really. There's some Adam Driver wee wee. Did you see movie. us both perk up like who? I did. I did. I also perked up in the movie when it happened. I was like, oh, what's oh. this? 
Is it um Hello? I don't wanna never mind. I'm not gonna ask the question. It's, it's not gonna be it's way not, too weird. It's not during the 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 part you don't want it to be at. It's it's Oh thank god. Oh, okay. It's no. So okay. it's at a completely different part in the story. Um yeah. so don't worry about that. It's not like <laughs> oh no. Um so yeah. Um, okay. It, he he's he's um He's just a spectacle of a man. He is formidable in all the ways. Um, so talented, so beautiful. Um, it's a whole he's, human. He's a whole human. He's well, a thank whole. You. I, I, you know what? I'm right here, but I appreciate the compliment. Of course. Oh, you met Adam did, Driver. God. Yeah. <laughs> did Jay? Jay. Yeah. Did you watch Encanto? No, I, I haven't yet. Um, I am waiting for it to come on Disney Plus uh, because okay. getting out to the theater is tough. We did, right. however, and I have to brag on us a little bit. We did brave the outside pandemic world, and we went to a theater and we saw Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh! I still, that's and another one I haven't seen yet. Was it good? So good. I, I, I cried. <laughs> Me too. I cried oh, it. you guys cried. Yeah, I totally, okay, okay. I totally cried. And honestly, I know it's hit or miss for a lot of people. Yeah. I am 1000% on. I dug everything Me fan too. service that they did. I loved mm -hmm. that it was a love letter to the 84 Ghostbusters. Yeah. Um, I went regardless of arc and all the things that people wanted from it and didn't get, I was the exact audience for that movie me too and it hit me exactly where it needed me where it needed to yeah i agree Good. so it was beautiful did, yeah my my last question is did either of you see last night in soho yeah i saw it i saw it can you guys believe i went and saw a scary movie yeah and i survived so... the night I'm so impressed. Now we're gonna have to do that's actually I'm gonna watch it this week. We gotta um, do Edgar, we gotta week. do an Edgar Wright episode and just a pure Edgar exactly. Wright episode. because uh, I love Last Night in Soho. I thought it was beautiful. I thought Can't it wait. wasn't what I expected. And I dare I say I liked it a there were two movies that came out that I was very excited for around the same time. Last night in Soho and the French French Dispatch. I will mm -hmm. say I think I like Last Night in Soho a little bit more. Oh wow! And that is okay, a huge deal. I mean, I know uh, the I whole will say, thing, but oh my god, yes! <gasps> oh, I got a, I got a screener for it. So French <gasps> Dispatch is on the way this week too. Nice. Oh my god, yes! So I am excited. I get for you. to see that that and last night in Soho. I'm I'm watching this week. I'm very excited for you. Mm, watching directors do their thing. Yes, Mia. Did you like I, last night <gasps> in Soho? I did. Can't I? I'm so excited to talk Edgar Wright, but Mia, you just set up the best segue into our first segment of the evening, which is yes. our ch -ch -ch chat room. Mia, give us a theme song for our chat room. Do 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 chat room. I I don't know if you did. Um. Oh, first off, yes, yeah, that's great. Yes, yes, yes. I don't yes. know if you did Mario Brothers <laughs> to make fun of me or to honor me, but I'm thrilled either way. Honor. I don't know if you know this. Always um, honor. Yeah, uh, Mario Brothers is my go-to. I don't know what to do, so I'll make up a theme song. Just do do do. Scott up movies. So I I'm so glad you did that. Um, Thank you. I want. I want to introduce our segment for tonight. I want to introduce our topic for tonight and then open up the discussion floor because we're talking directors, but not just directors. We're talking the directors that we wish 
had made a holiday and or Christmas, however you want to phrase it, movie, but haven't. Oh my goodness. I'm I'm so excited to dive in. But before we get there, I want to learn a little bit about your movie taste when it comes to this type of stuff. So when it comes to like Christmas staples, are there things that you, what are the movies you watch every year around Christmas? Like what is it that you, is your Christmas go-to's? Oh, yeah, wow. You go first, Mia. Oh, okay. Oh, um, yeah. Rise of the Guardians is one of my favorite uh, <gasps> oh, holiday. Yes. You could easily just say holiday films. Yeah. I watch that movie like four times a year. <laughs> I love it so, <laughs> so much. Good. So good. So good. That one, and um, of course, Nightmare Before Christmas. It's a it's a double yeah. holiday feature. Literally yeah. a double holiday feature. Yeah. So I, I agree. Get it. I mean, get that one for me. Like National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation yeah. and A Christmas Story. Like I'm gonna watch Ralphie try and get that BB gun uh, every <laughs> single year. You better believe it. Uh, oh, yeah. Those two are on ours. Like those are staples. And then um, Amanda and I, and really um, Amanda and has has now made it a part of my tradition. But watching one of the old uh, holiday musicals, oh, like a Holiday Inn yeah. or a White Christmas or something like yeah. that. So. Those are fun around our household. Those are ones that we kind of hit every year. Like Courtney, like what are some that you like have to watch or it's just not Christmas? Like right. is Elf? No one said Elf. That's Elf one of ours. A, Elf is I could my... have gone on a, a whole tangent. Oh, I know. Stop Elf. Too. <laughs> Elf, I think Elf is like my brother's just across the board favorite movie. So that just plays year round. You played year round in our house all the mm. time. So I do have an affinity for that movie. I'm not. I hate saying this, especially since it's the topic tonight, but I'm not a huge, like, Christmas fan in general. It's just, like, not Ooh, my... Ooh, this might be very fun, then. This is yeah, just not, yeah. It's just, like, not... I, 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 I could go into it and make this very depressing as to why I don't like Christmas. Capitalism, family drama, all the things that make Christmas a little bit harder. They make and a I, great movie! Make a great movie. <laughs> and I know, I know I'm not alone in feeling that. There's a lot of people who feel... Right. That's why Elvis wrote Blue, Blue Christmas, obviously. Mm. Um... You know, but I think things that I like to watch Nightmare Before Christmas definitely. I love watching the Harry Potter movies around Christmas. They're really yeah. They are a catch-all for any holiday too. Honestly, they are because you can watch. Well, ABC ha- Family loves to play them year-round. The Harry Potter franchise was really smart when they came out because they always released around Christmas. Right. And in every movie, there's a big Christmas scene almost right. in every story. But yet, so. They're yeah, not Halloween stories. Yeah. No, you could do they, Halloween. You could do summer vacation stuff with mm-hmm. them. They're, um, so those, and then re, a more recent one as in, of last year, it's not a movie, but it is a like series on Netflix. And I'm so sad they did not renew it. Like I'm, I'm pretty upset, but it's Dash and Lily. I loved it. Oh, oh my you know God. I, I It's so yeah. cute. I can't get, uh, I just love it. I'm going to watch it again pretty soon. Oh, well, that's awesome. I, um, I, yeah, I honestly the like older Christmas movies. Those were the things I haven't really been excited about a Christmas movie for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, now, Courtney, now this is an interesting question because you had said, you know, you're not really like the Christmas holiday yeah. type person. Sorry if my, if sorry, I'm, I'm all about it with my hat. Today. I get, no, no, um, I love, I'm happy I'm gonna, when other people are happy. Get out of here. I gotta get it. This over here. Um, are there you, any? You are there any? <laughs> you have to move it from one now, side to the other. I was an elf, and now no, I'm Santa. I'm Santa. 
That's I graduated into Santa. Um, uh, are there any movies? And Courtney, this is mainly for you, but me, mm -hmm. I want you as well. Are there yeah, any like holiday Christmas movies that everybody is like, oh, this is the best. You got to get in the Christmas spirit, but you just don't dig. Not not Ooh, a fan. Okay. Um. I know this is a bit harder because yeah. we we love to love movies on this yeah, show. Yeah. Like for me, for me, it's Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. Like okay. I, yeah. It's fine. It's fine. Um. It's fine. Oh. Oh. I got it's mine. Just an old guy in court for a lot of the movies. Right. Right. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, That's good. I, it's wholesome. I guess. I did not. I don't like Love Actually, and I'm sorry. I don't like <sighs> it. I I shared a meme the other day, and Courtney, this made me laugh a lot. Um, it was, if you watch Love Actually and Die Hard back to back, Alan Rickman's character yes! get what's coming to him. Yes, I love that because he's <laughs> so terrible. That's, that's so good. What a quality meme! It, if you yeah. still have it, I need it. Please put it. I in, think in, I. I think I can get to, to the group think, chat. Um, yeah. I think yeah. I know which one I would pick. I had to look him look him up. No, that's see. fair. But the one I would pick is Bad Santa. Oh, yeah. Okay. That yeah. one, like it, it just didn't. You know what? I uh, here's the thing. Meh. When I the first time I saw that one, I was kind of mm -hmm. like, "Ooh, that's a bit much for me." Yeah. Like I think and the fact that they made it too too far. Yeah. Although I have revisited it since then. And I quite like it now. Really? I, I like Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> makes me laugh in it for some reason. I don't yeah. know. Um, but uh, yeah, I get it though. It's like, if it's too far for you, it's too far. Yeah. Um, I will say, are there any that people don't watch? Like rise of the guardians was mm -hmm. one that yeah. jumps out to me is that like, people don't think about that one, but it's a really, really good movie that everyone should watch. I agree. Um, uh, another one, Arthur Christmas. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's a good one. That's They're a good one too. Very good. With like, uh, it's got a uh, James McAvoy and yeah, and super good. Um, um, but but the one that I would say that is more recent that people haven't seen that I wholly recommend is Anna and the Apocalypse. Have either oh, of you okay. seen that? No. It is a zombie Christmas comedy musical. Oh, I love what I'm writing this down. What? And it's a feminist-based movie. Anna and it's the Anna what? and the apocalypse. apocalypse. Anna and the apocalypse. And honestly, the songs are baller. Nice. Okay. 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 So uh, I have like, my pick. No one has watched that one. Yeah. Um. But they should. You go ahead, Mia. If you have a pick for mine one. is Klaus. Oh, okay. oh, I actually haven't seen that. So I'm on the list of people who haven't and need to. Yeah. There was a TikTok that I saw earlier today and it was about um, like hotness levels of Santas. And there, like there was like the Rise of the Guardian Santa, too hot. That wasn't with the tattoo. Not allowed. No, no. Got to tone it down. Naughty and, and nice on the There army. was like, there was one, it was like the, the slow motion ones. Some of the slow motion Santas. What do you? This isn't hot at all. This is what is this? Why would you do this? But Klaus, the the Klaus Santa, perfect. Yeah, yeah. This is exactly what you want in your Santa. Just you enough. Know what? Hot. When I am when I'm picking Christmas movies, I'm really thinking about how fuckable Santa is. Yeah, on, on a pretty frequent basis. And Russian Santa is too hot. That's 
<laughs> That's why I really dug the Kirk Douglas or uh, whatever Kurt Russell <laughs> Christmas Chronicles because he's duper fuckable. Yeah, <laughs> I mean it's Kurt Russell. Yeah, um, um, I think I, uh, <laughs> I think yeah, for me, my my the one that I would pick would I actually have two that come to mind. Um, one is I love the movie Krampus with Adam Scott. I thought that was great. Yes. I thought it was so great. And no one talks about how funny it was and how great it was. I just was a big fan of that. Maybe that's my anti-Christmas, the war on Christmas coming out of me. Um, I, uh, I desperately (laughs) wanted, here's my one knock against that movie. Courtney. This was the, when I saw it, I even was feeling this is it doesn't go as far as it needs to. Like it's not violent enough. And I know that's a weird thing to say about a Christmas Mm. movie, but like (laughs) it needed to be at least as violent as gremlins. Yeah. And it was way tamer than that and it was like oh not quite yeah i could see what you're saying where i think it for it for it going for what it seemed like it was going for it like kind of just like was kind of half-assed it a little bit um where i did enjoy tamer than it needed to be yeah for for like the subject matter and for what people knew they were getting themselves into it's like oh no we expected a lot more and so i would agree with that and then oh and my second one um which i'm surprised the first movie of this franchise was not mentioned but i like the second one quite a bit as well as the santa claus too i really, oh, really like that one. yeah the second, the second one the second one I, I, I love the first one but the second one was so pure and charming uh i remember seeing the it the third theaters. one is nearly unwatchable oh don't watch the th- oh the third one's terrible the second one is adorable um the third one is, is March when he gets Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. 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 Jack yeah. Frost like goes back in time and Ugh. or something. I don't no, know. Yeah. But the second one was cute because he finds Mrs. Claus. And yeah. uh, I really like that one. Um I, I zoom in on know. the card, the yeah. Mrs. Claus. The, w- yeah. the weenie whistle. The weenie whistle. A weenie whistle. I the Santa Claus is one of those like where I I have just a an internal emotional uh, I'm not a fan of Tim Allen because he's sort same. of he's terrible. Yeah. For, God, <laughs> for, for whatever reason, like I, the Santa Claus sneaks through, and I it's agree. how, however Disney it is, and however like wholesome yeah. and kitty it is, like it sneaks through, and I'm like, I, I like it. I, I yeah. like this movie. Me too. Me too. Look at him getting a beard. He shouldn't have a beard that big. He was Tim Allen yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> no, I. Those movies are like in embedded in my DNA and I don't like Tim Allen either. I think I just I don't think I've ever really cared for him in the sense, but like I do love those movies. And so the well the first two. And so the second one in yeah. particular I really like a lot. But yeah. I I um I'm so excited to get into our actual conversation around directors because the premise of today's conversation was essentially what are the directors who were out there who haven't made a Christmas movie that totally need to. Yeah. And we've mm-hmm. talked a lot about Christmas movies, but before we get into why certain directors, what is it about like, and Courtney, uh, you know, I'm interested in your perspective on this too, because not having uh, an affinity for them, but Mia, like what makes a Christmas movie, a Christmas movie for you? Like what would, what does it need to involve? Does it have to be about Christmas and a family? Like what does it need? For you to be a Christmas um, movie. It needs people like us. People who are nerdy about Christmas. 
Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's fair. Courtney, like when you're watching a movie, what makes it a Christmas movie in your mind? I think just it, um, I think like, I, I guess I would use the example that I used earlier, Dash and Lily is something that I really enjoy where it is just so purely just about the Christmas mm-hmm. spirit and falling in love and just the wonder of like, just the wonder and joy of that hol- of the holiday season that um, re- it, that show really encompasses that. So for me, it would be that. Maybe like a elevated Hallmark movie, you know, where it's like yeah. all those okay. all those parts, but like still maybe the writing's a little bit better, but like just something <laughs> right. like something you can like you can like you can have it on in the background and just be like and like while you're like making a cup of cocoa or whatever, and you're like yeah, but you come back in and you know what's happening in the movie, so something that's easy watching. Yeah. Um, that doesn't have a lot of high stakes because I don't want to be stressed. I'm well, everyone's already stressed out during this time of year. So don't make it like a heist movie. Although it would be funny to see a heist Christmas movie. I was about to say, I was about to say, I feel like that should or could exist somewhere. I yeah, yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. It's like, you know, it feels the 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 movie should almost feel like you hear sleigh bells, even if you don't hear sleigh bells. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um like that. For me, for me, I mean, it's got to be around Christmas. Like, it has to involve some sort of, you know, emotional connection to the holidays, if you will. Like, so some version of a holiday, not Christmas necessarily. But that was one of the things that I was thinking about when we were getting into the director chat is I when it comes to Christmas movies and or holiday movies in general. I can't think of the last time, and I mentioned this earlier, when I've been excited about a Christmas movie. Like, I was excited about Dune coming out. I'm excited about, you know, um, French Connection. I'm excited about movies that are coming out. Uh, But I, Christmas movies seem to sneak up on you. It's like Elf, I wasn't excited about, but I love Elf. And it's one of the greatest things ever. It's a classic. Yeah. Yeah. Uh the uh what was the the um Seth Rogan and Joseph Gordon Levitt one? The oh, night no. the last night before. Yeah, not not 50-50. <laughs> no, not 50-50. The night the night before yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, that was a good that one. That one is that one's fun and sort of snuck up on me. Yeah. But the idea of connecting a director I want to to make a Christmas movie, like you get a lot of Christmas movies by like your Chris Columbus's and things like that, like wholesome directors. Right. How wh- how did you approach connecting directors with a Christmas movie for your list? Because I had a very specific way that I went about it. But Mia, you are smirking <laughs> something awful. And I've got to know why. What is it? Like, um, how, how did you approach this? So I, I didn't try to force a director to fit into themes we already have had. I wanted to try instead and put myself in a writer producer mode. And this film, I want to be already out of the normal spectrum of Christmas films. Well, who would fit this weird take that I have on these Christmas films? Interesting. And every single director that I picked, I researched to make sure that they specifically didn't direct a Christmas film. I didn't look at production, didn't look at writing, didn't look at any of that stuff. Just directing. Sure, sure. That they didn't direct any Christmas films. Um, and uh, after that, I was like, all right, all right. So it wasn't even like directors so much that I love. But I know their body of work 
And I know what they can make happen on screen. And so I was like, okay, you fit this storyline. You fit this storyline. And it was was so much fun for me. That's the most fun I've had making a list in a while. Well, I'm actually stoked to get into that. (laughs) Yeah. Because that's exciting. (laughs) But but Courtney, oh, you got to go through the rest because I want to explain and share what I did. But Courtney, how did you approach it? I approached it with... um... I went with directors who, I, in my opinion, have like a very specific style, but I also went in mm-hmm. with the lens of like make it like as Christmassy and Hallmarky, whatever, <laughs> as possible. And but yet have them work in the confines of what that has to be, but with their own style. So I have a few oddballs on here, especially my honorable mentions. But like, I really want, I would love to see them do something for Netflix or do something for Hulu mm-hmm. that fits in that kind of cheesy. Oh right. my God. I didn't even think of the movie. I wanted the one with Kristen Stewart from last year, that Christmas movie where she brings her girlfriend home. That was a great Christmas. Oh, movie. um, I didn't was it like happy that. anniversary ha- or oh, happy uh, or happy, happy, happy season. Ho- Happiest happy season. season. I'm so, okay. I love uh, that movie. Oh my God. That was yeah. so good with Dan Levy. Oh. And yeah. Okay. Uh, I wrote it down. Of, Sorry, no, you reminded me of something. Speaking of Kristen Stewart, I want to shout out a kudos. If you haven't seen Spencer, it's, uh, it's on my list. It's on the my top. list. And she is good. She's so talented. I love she her. Is. I do love her. I, I've done a one, a whole 180 on her. Like at the Twilight years, I was like, who do you think you are? And now I'm like, <laughs> why are you not in everything? Yes, be in more things. She needs so, to be in more um, stuff. But the happiest season should be on my list of favorite Christmas movies. I'm going to rewatch that I again, like that too. One. So good. I oh, like my that. God. So good. <sighs> I am excited because the way that I approach this is slightly different than each of you. And so we're all going to have some fun lists because uh, I did pick directors that I liked essentially that I understood their body of work, but I was a very specific, like I want this director to direct this Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. And I want this director to direct this specific Christmas movie. So Mia, it's a lot similar to yours, except that I'm not filling in the gaps of movies that haven't been made yet. I Mm. just, well, you know what? You, you'll see. I, you know okay. what? I think we should list. Yes. Mia, hit us with a list theme song. This is where we make a list. The list. Three, two. List. Okay. Who wants to start? Somebody shout out. Oh, Mia. Go, Mia. I Mia first. All right. Mia's going to go. And then I'm going to go, and then Courtney, you're going to so, go. Perfect. All right. Okay. Mia. So um, do we want to save honorable mentions later? Or we want to just oh, mention them. Oh, no. We, we got to do honorable mentions now. We got okay, to okay. start off with honorable perfect. mentions. So you perfect. can start with those two. Okay. So I only have one honorable mention, and that's Quentin Tarantino. Oh, um, yes. I just think if you if – you, just slap Christmas on top of what he already does that uh-huh. it would be an absolute riot. I yeah. had, I had an idea written out for him, but I actually gave it to a different director. Um, okay. So I'm not going to say what it is that I wanted for him to do, but just know that I know it would be a hoot. Uh, okay. I, I'm very intrigued. I am too. <laughs> I, I also, I had a bunch of, uh, I think Mia, you mentioned in the group chat before this that you moved around a so bunch many. on this list. 
I I had problems because the had my list of directors was just super long of like yeah. I love all of these directors, but like there were some people like Bong Joon Ho who's like. I love your movies, but I don't know how you would do a Christmas movie. Yep. So yeah. I don't even really want to think about that. Or like uh, the other one that I had as an honorable mention, though, that I think could do one, but just wasn't enough for my list, was I would love to see Damien Chazelle do Ooh. a Christmas musical. Ooh. A okay. musical. Okay. Okay, so yeah. I think, I think <clears throat> that could be really, really magical. But – that was my honorable mention. Courtney, any that you had that just like eked, didn't Yeah, I have two. Um, the first one I think is pretty standard, or not standard, but like one that wouldn't be surprised to be on my honorable mentions is the Coen brothers. Um, mm, yep, yep. I, I would love to see something like, like a Hail Caesar kind of vibe for mm -hmm. a Christmas movie, I think would be really fun. Um, I would really like to see that. Um, wait, did they do Hail like Caesar? Like a wacky they Christmas, yeah. a wacky yeah. Christmas caper of some sort. Yeah, yeah, like just something where, oh, yeah, or even like a Christmas mystery movie, kind of like a Fargo kind of vibe too. That would be fun, I guess. Like in my mind, I'm like, was Fargo Christmas? No, it was just in the winter time. It was um, just snowy. It was just snowy. That doesn't count. <laughs> yeah, that count. no, no. <laughs> um, was, wait, was Fargo Christmas? No, it was just cold. It was just ah, cold yeah, in like yeah. in the Midwest, and it snows a lot there. It's fair. Was snowy. Titanic? christmas no right. it was just cold no technically cold. technically neither was chronicles of narnia i don't think that was christmas either i think it was just the no but time. santa was in that damn movie he was in that he, he was. was it was because what is it always winter but never christmas a winter without christmas is very depressing i think that's a quote from one of the first books yeah. um or something whatever um and then the second one was kind of an oddball that i'm like i would love to see this director well, director in quotes, I guess, do something in like a Hallmarky Christmas genre, and I'd love to see Rob Zombie do something with Christmas. That would I be love incredible. Director, director in quotes, yeah. for Rob Zombie, <laughs> as if he hasn't directed like twelve. Movies. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> I'm an asshole. I mean, no, I mean, granted, his his movies are real scary. Um, yeah, but I would love to see him do like a like a, a, a not a scary Christmas movie, but just a classic yeah. snow on the ground, sleigh bells ringing yeah. Christmas movie, but like in his own style. But yet, yeah. you know what? Confines of that. His monsters should be set at Christmas. <gasps> oh, that would be good. How would that be? Yeah, that would be really good. Oh my god, that I I would love. I would love that. Right? I, I, oh. I know of this movie. I could see this. I, I would yeah. love that. That, okay. that would be. We all know I don't watch scary films, but I know that one. That would be almost like yeah. a leave well, it. Well, that's, that's not yeah. real. I mean, no. Monsters is not really scary. They're funny. I mean, It'd be almost like a yeah. leave it to Beaver Christmas episode, but with the Monsters kind of vibe. <laughs> oh, my God. I would, I, totally, so I would totally watch that. I love that. Okay. Oh, man. Okay. Okay. Well. We are we are in list territory. We are in list time. And Mia, I need to know what your list five is. My number five is Ron Howard. Oh, okay. And the yeah. type of film that I would want him to do is a Viking Yule. Okay. That is what I would want. Not well now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Talk yeah, us through yeah, this. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, talk us through <laughs> I, this. I wanted to, I liked the idea of exploring something that wasn't Christmas per se, but like part of the reason, part of the history of how we got to the point of right. Christmas. Okay. And 
Yule is pretty far back there. And people uh, now that, you know, thanks to the internet, we're getting more of an education on history that now we're there's, I have friends who mm-hmm. say, don't say Christmas. They say Yule because what they want is right. to be able to celebrate it like that. It's, you know, the whole religious thing they're trying to back. Uh, I like but yeah, yeah. I love the idea of being able to watch. Wokeness. I think, yeah, well, and that, and then, Getting to see, I feel like Ron Howard would be the one who would do the research to get the yeah. right representation of what a Viking yeah. village would look like and how uh, the hierarchy or lack thereof, or, you know, he would put mm-hmm. in the work to yeah. make it look like the way I would see it in, in my head based off what I know from friends, from what friends have told me. Right. And yeah. I just got super excited because you could put that film out at any point in in the year and i would watch it again in christmas i already know i would yeah i like that oh i like that choice and ron howard to do that that'd be great Mm -hmm. i love ron yeah i could i could see him doing that um all right well mine is not that mine is very (laughs) different from that but but it is a director who we all appreciate but I have a caveat with this one. So okay. my number five, my number five is Wes Anderson. Okay. Okay. But okay. the caveat is that it has to be a stop motion Christmas. Oh my God. Yes. yes. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm like exploding inside with that thought. Right. Okay. Oh so God. I want, I want the wholesome feel of the fantastic Mr. Fox and I want the beauty of Isle of Dogs and I want the colors of a Wes Anderson all wrapped up in Christmas and yes. I want him to do it and I want it to be stop motion. Like I yes. think he would do fine. His, his Christmas would be fine, but it would just feel like a Royal Tenenbaums Christmas. Like yeah. I, I, I would love it, but it would be fine. If it's mm-hmm. stop motion, I am there for it. And I am oh, yeah. there for it all day It's going to be magical. Absolutely magical. It would be beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so that's my number. That's my number five. Nice. And now okay. you see, like, that's each one's okay. going to have some sort of caveat like that. Okay. I like okay. that, though. I like that you guys, like, giving mm. that your holiday offici- movie aficionados that you guys, like, give that, where I'm more of a casual uh, watcher of those movies. Um, I think, well, my number five has kind of already been mentioned. And I think just, again, fitting in that confines of a classic Christmas movie, but with their own... I. I guess I didn't explain this very well, but, like, I love creativity in... Um, where it can be contained, like uh, my favorite guitarist and one of my favorite bands. Well, Jimmy Page from Led Zeppelin is one of my favorite guitarists. Well, and what, yeah. Obviously, like who, but like what he does, and I don't the think best. a lot of people talk about that much, is that he will reuse different riffs and different chord progressions, but rephrase them differently in songs. Like you listen to Black mm-hmm. Dog, you listen to Stairway to Heaven. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of the same chord progressions, but he just plays them in a different tempo. Yep. And I love that that keeping that creativity in a small space that can make you, that's a good exercise. You don't always have to do that with creativity. So that is the way that I look through the lens of a lot of things I do create creatively, but also yeah, yeah. this list of like, yes. I just wanted to explain that. Cause I feel like that didn't come across maybe as well. So no, like, I love that you did. Thank you. Oh love yeah. It. That's also an insight mm-hmm. of where, how my mind works of like uh, how I like to like do things too uh, on a personal level. Um, so like what I said with the Hallmark thing, like making it like that Christmassy classic Christmassy mm-hmm. movie you'd watch. But with your own twist on it, and how can you make that yeah. your own in the in the beats right. that you have to hit? And so my number five is Bong Joon Ho, and I would hey. love to see what he would do. 
I mean, like he has worked with Snow and Snowpiercer. Yeah, so he, he knows has. He has. How to use? Snow. I mean, that wasn't really Holly and Jolly. No, that was no, that was horrifying. No, <laughs> <laughs> but I love like and his sense of humor. I think, especially like in, that came through in Parasite as well. I think was just so mm-hmm. top notch that I think that could be a real could make for a quirky Christmas family Christmas. In Parasite. Movie. It's interesting. I didn't think of Parasite so much, but the family dynamics that he was able yes. to play with in Parasite could make for a really interesting Christmas-esque family movie. And that's, yeah, like the, yes. like, even if he wants to play with the class, the class system a little bit more, or if he doesn't, but just with the fact yeah. that they're, the, the way that they interacted with each other, I thought was really just intricate and very interesting. And I think set in a family Christmas scenario would be very interesting to watch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Wow. I like that <laughs> quite a bit, man. I'll tell you. Number fives are off to a hell of a start. Yeah, they are. If it's going to get better, I'm excited to see where we're going. Mia, what do you have for number four? This might surprise you guys for me. Oh, okay. My number four is Jordan Peele. Oh! Yes! I like it! Yeah, and not, not comedy Jordan Peele. I want horror Jordan Peele. Give me a Christmas horror movie? I want, I want like Krampus style or Grinch style, but like horror or you, if he took like, um, uh, toys, toys, toy, toy story. If he took toy story and like made it horror, I wanted something that's like with a lesson in, in, in capitalism. Like I want, I want horror with a lesson. Yeah. I want that. And he would, he would do that. He and would it kill it. Oh Absolutely. God. And I would so, okay. watch it through my I, fingers. Yeah. <laughs> I I want to hypothesize. So I am, is, is I was thinking capitalism the same way. I know he usually attacks some sort of systemic racism mm-hmm. and, and that cultural mm-hmm. uh, deficit of ours. But him attacking capitalism and that engine could be really interesting to yeah. see the allegories and the horrible stuff that he would come up with. Oh, that'd be amazing. Um, I, I would watch that in a heartbeat. I would watch that Jordan Peele movie so fast. Yeah. Oh, me too. We would I would stop recording right now if it can't if it dropped the I'm out. We still got like 20 minutes left. It's like fuck you, get like, out of here. Like stop about that. <laughs> no, that would be amazing. That's such a good choice. I, um, oh, I wish I thought of that. I did Me too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I uh, I I but I can tell you what I did think of. Mm-hmm. I thought my number four is, you know, at the core of any good Christmas movie is a heart full of wonder, heart full mm-hmm. of secrets and mysteries. And so I think J.J. Abrams could capture that really well. Oh, yes. Just like yeah. a Christmas adventure yeah. type movie where he's unraveling a secret uh, yeah. associated with Christmas. So, like, imagine the the heart of Super 8 yeah. Uh, with like, like wrapped up in the world of a Christmas mystery or a Christmas yeah. adventure. Um, yeah. Kids specifically, I think kids going on a Christmas adventure through the through the uh, vision of J.J. Abrams and his mystery box. Yeah, I think that would be really fun to be yeah. like, oh my goodness, and these kids, and all of a sudden, and you know what? Probably, and I thought about this until now. One of the kids uh, on the expedition would probably like die during the expedition, but it would turn out at the end that he became the new Santa Claus or something like that. They like, that's how they unravel the, the mystery of how Santa Claus is, 
you know, re reborn is that sacrifice or some some such shit. Yeah. I am in love with that. I am in love with that. Okay. Now I need it. So, now yeah. I need it. <laughs> See? Yeah. This one has, I, I told you in the chat, I had a hell of a fun time with this one. Yeah. Yes. Courtney, can you say the, the director's name of your number five, please? Oh, Bong Joon Ho. Thank you. Yeah. Um, my number four has also already been mentioned uh, previously. Ooh. I know. Um, we all think alike. I think we just like we just all have good taste. And I was uh, debating on this number four, and unfortunately, this the other director I chose just didn't even make the honorable mention list. Um, but number four is uh, Quentin Tarantino. Oh, nice. oh yes. Just nice. like I, I'm just already picturing just like the 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 uh the way he would I, I'm picturing like almost a pulp fiction kind of version of like a Christmas movie, you know, Ooh. with the uh in like a, the 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 nonlinear narrative and just like yes. Oh my god, I'm like having like I could almost picture it being like three different families, three different scenarios. I guess almost like love actually, but better. <laughs> But like, by so it, and yeah. it'd be a lot of death. At least someone's losing some sort of a body part, um, right? But the part of the red and I the would, green would be blood. Here's the th oh my god, yes, uh, I yeah. love that. Yeah, but also here's the thing. Here's where we got. Okay, it's a family at Christmas is one of the stories. Yes, but the dad is also like doing a jewel heist mm. or something, and yeah, the jewel heist goes wrong. And so the third storyline is the boss of the jewel, like whoever he owes yes. money to going to the family's Christmas and all three of those stories intersecting. That's I would and love then everybody that. and everybody dies. Oh, that'd be amazing. Tarantino. Oh my, my God. I'm so in love right now. <laughs> I love that. I will watch again. Yeah. I would leave this to go watch that right now. Like that. Why is that not happening? <laughs> why are people not giving us movie deals? Hello. Bah. High five productions, man. We got you. We'll write we it. We got you. Yeah. I mean, and we're not even in the top three yet. So Mia, no. let's actually talk about some of the good shit we were thinking. So my number three is the person who got the storyline that Quentin Tarantino was supposed to get. And I was just going Ooh. over some other uh, female directors just to like make sure, see even now, I'm like, maybe, because <laughs> I just want to make sure that I pick the right person. But the person I picked is female. And it's Patty Jenkins. Oh. Ooh, hey. yeah. Patty Jenkins. But the storyline that I gave her, because I didn't write it down, I have it in my phone. One moment is Parent Money Heist. It is uh, <laughs> what high uh, high high value white collar parents who lost their jobs due to the pandemic, and now they have to provide for their kids after losing everything. But they meet up. They do. It's almost like um, like the oceans movies. Oh my god! Like oh, that. Nice. Like that. That's that's what I want. I wanted it to be. Uh, it could be moms or it could be parents. But I like the idea of watching like a healthy parent dynamic. Yeah. <laughs> doing something like this in particular, like watching these parents who, like, it's showing people this is this is what. Two parents who need to get shit done for their kids right. and who love each other like they're a team. And yes. and they're with this other family who's also a team. Like I want I and I think she would be able to do that. I think that would be yeah. a lot of fun in her hands. 
Yes. I that would be awesome. I I do think like it's um oh crap I'm blanking on the name of it, but it'd be something like uh, Happiest Season. Uh, and I was going to reference something else, but uh, it would be some sort of that like family mm-hmm. strife. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I can oh, I love totally that. get on with that. a little with a little bit of comedy added in there, so that yes. way we don't get too depressed watching it. Well, well, yes, of course, good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know what they say: comedy is the best medicine, and that's why people listen to this podcast. Um, Obviously, it's facts. It's funny that you your third choice is a lady, because mm. my third choice is also a lady. Oh. Um, it's not, I, I hope it's, it's not, who I think it is. It's not the same lady, and I actually don't know if it's who you think it is. Um, my number third one, and here's the caveat though. Mm-hmm. It has to be a Christmas story-esque indie movie. Okay. Like a coming of okay. coming of age. Oh, Christmas, I think I know who this is. And it's Greta Gerwig. Yes! yes! She she floated around in my mind as well. That's and for the choice. same premise. Yes, for the yeah, same it, exact premise. It has to be. It has to be that. Like I, 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 you know, I love Greta. I think she's fantastic. But for the Christmas movie, it would have to be and like a narrated, a voiceover narrated, probably yes. Greta Gerwig voiceover narrated yes. movie where she and you know it could star. Um, the same girl who was in Lady Bird for all I care. Yeah, like it's, she'd be great. It's that type of I thing. I love her. Yeah, Saoirse Ronan. Yeah, it could be her yeah. for all I care. That's the type of movie. Number three, Greta Gerwig. That is the Christmas movie. I think would be great. Oh, that would be so good. Fantastic. I debated on her too, and I'm like, I I couldn't remember. I don't think Little Women is a Christmas movie, but in my mind, for some reason, it is. <sighs> but it's not. It, but it's not. It's not. But. Yeah. That's why I was just like, uh. the argument could be made. Kind of, it's about family. It's about you know. And it's in the winter time. <laughs> it takes the place. Of the, I think Christmas is a, if I have. It's been a while, but I think Christmas is like an actual vital scene segment in that yes. story. Yes. Yeah. So, so for why, for Beth, for for Beth. Beth, but it's not a Christmas yeah yeah. Movie. Um, yeah, I know. That's why I was like, I don't know, but like that is an excellent choice. Um, but my third choice, uh, I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm sure they will show up on your list at some point, maybe. But my third choice would be uh, Edgar Wright. Oh, I had Edgar Wright as an almost honorable mention. I am super okay. Here's my here's my problem: is I couldn't exactly lock in on what type of Christmas movie. I yeah. thought he would be the perfect fit for. What did you have in mind? I'm so so yeah. curious. In my mind, I'm picturing I would love to see like um I guess like a Christmas version of Hot Fuzz where, <laughs> where that would be that, so much fun. That is what I'm picturing. Oh <laughs> what? Yeah, what? I just mall security guards. Yes, yes. <laughs> For like a Christmas, for a Christmas heist that's yes, happening at the yes, mall because it's closed and they do a lot of business on Christmas or, yes. or something. And I love like the scene, it, the one, the one joke in the movie when, in Hot Fuzz where they're like, oh, mothers. And it's just like a group of mothers walking down with strollers, but it would be the same thing. With Christmas gifts. Yes! Oh! That would be incredible. That. 
And then also just like, uh, I mean, I know Edgar Wright is such a fan of music and like his soundtrack in particular um, mm-hmm. that I think just hearing some like really badass rock and roll versions of like Christmas songs, I could totally picture that. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? I think that'd be awesome. Like rock and roll slash indie rock versions of Christmas songs playing during the whole movie. I just pictured Hot Fuzz like, as, as, well, like a mall Santa also involved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what, I, like I said, I couldn't make the connection, but talking with you about it, I think that is the way to go. That would be a really fun, like, uh, like a, a contained in a single night. Yes. Edgar Wright action movie with malls, Santas yeah. and malls, security guards and Simon Pegg like has to be one of the, yes. Oh, yes, of course. He would have to be an elf at some point. Yes, 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 please. Oh, my God. Oh, man. I'm in for all of these. Um, (laughs) Excuse me. I'm really excited about my top two, but I I can only imagine how excited you ladies are. So, Mia, lead us into the tops of the (laughs) best of the what's the top twos that you have. Okay. Okay. You're real excited. Um, because I was, I thought I was really, really clever with the title. Like I even have the title of the film for for this director. And I love this. It's Christopher Nolan. Ooh. And and the title of the film is Father Time. <gasps> that is clever. Oh, that is clever. Okay. He loves playing with the time. Okay. He does. How, he does. So he could use the so, same soundtrack from Dunkirk to tick 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 tick. tick. <laughs> <laughs> he could, he totally could. Um, but I was thinking of so Father Time is more of like associated with Mother Earth and such. It's not necessarily a Christmas related thing. But if you lean into, um, you could easily make Father Time a movie about Christmas, or you could lean into it kind of like. Um, what is that movie with the bah humbug? Why can't I think of uh, that? Chris- Christmas Carol? Yes, you could lean into it like a Christmas Carol-esque type film. Mm-hmm. And I think Christopher Nolan would just... If I said, I... hey, this premise and this premise, go. I think he would knock it out of the park. Oh, yeah. What oh, if... Yeah. What if... So he gets back into like the action movie memento type of strange playing with time obviously yeah yeah. but it's a movie that kicks off at christmas and then the deadline is new year so like father time giving over to the new baby new year whatever yeah and and i don't know i don't know what the mystery is that happens in between those like six days or however long it is but that's the time frame and the time loop that some person is stuck in or, or or something that christopher nolan is way smarter than me about <laughs> I just I could not let go of that. I that love that title for him. Yeah. So that's I, I, I dig it. Thank you. I don't have a title for my number two, but I do, as always, with this, have a very specific caveat. And one of the things about Christmas movies that I love that I think is necessary is comedy. Mm-hmm. I if it's not like a Christmas story is wholesome sure but it's la- it's funny and Christmas vacation is just one of the greatest comedies it's so good. So, 
I want a Chris, a great classic Christmas comedy. I want a laugh out loud Christmas comedy, and I want Taika Watiti to direct it. Oh yes, yes. No, oh my god, I am sold on that. I need it. I need it. How did I not think of him? This is your number two. This is your number two. Oh my god, that is an amazing choice. He's in a perfect choice. Um, Everything he Man, does. Man, I feel like I'm gold. gonna have to justify this. I'm gonna have to justify this really hard to get you guys on board. Uh, damn. Yeah, you clearly. Uh, clearly. I just think we really don't like I just, this choice yeah, at all. He hated it. Like, and I don't know what he would come up with. And that's kind of I don't have any idea for it because what we do in the shadows is nothing I would ever think of or come up with. But I'm so no. glad he did it. Yeah, the elements so of comedy that he in like infused into um, Thor were is is like I could have never thought of. So I don't know what he would do, but I would love him to give his take as a sardonic New Zealander Kiwi <laughs> on Christmas. <laughs> I think it would be uh, uh, just wonderful. So yeah, that's my number yeah. two. I want it about Courtney. a coconut. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, going along in the same vein, this is a director that I don't anticipate being mentioned often in general, but has helped co-create some things that I love very much. And that is um, the director who is named Kyle Nuacek, who helped co-create Workaholics. And also directs, oh. and, he, oh. and he he also directs a lot of what we do in the shadows. So very close. Okay. I was about to say he um. Isn't he a side character in some of the workaholics episodes? He is. He's Carl well. the he drug Kyle. dealer. Kyle. Yeah, it's yeah, Carl. And I think I just really like. Um, I listened to a podcast of well, also I like the work just on its face, like what he did on Workaholics, what he did with Game Over Man, and what he does on what we do mm -hmm. in the shadows. I really and every and like Game he did, man. He, yeah, he did a, that uh, one I've seen. Okay, I thoroughly enjoyed. The, they're diehards. So it's their diehard spoof. It's it's yeah. like a diehard parody, a comedy parody of diehard, and I think. Uh, they what they did on Workaholics quite a bit was a lot of parodies or like heightened elements of like other movies that they loved, but in the world of Workaholics. And I would love to see what he would do with. He also did the Adam Sandler and Jennifer Aniston movie um, mystery, uh, murder mystery, which I also thought was pretty fun. Um, I didn't see that one, not, but I did hear uh, people didn't hate that one as much as most. Yes, and there's yeah, movies. much of his recent stuff. And I was like, oh, this actually is pretty fun. And he all, I think also I enjoyed it because he used actors who were in workaholics as well. So I like enjoyed that element along, along with that. But also I listened to him on a podcast, another podcast recently where he talked about the, his directing style with the way he works, works with actors. And I can see that being very fun as an actor working okay. in any genre where he's very much like, right. He works a lot of uh, actors who are improvisers and, uh, or, or like actors who do comp, like all, all those workaholic workaholics guys did improv before acting. Right. Okay. Um, and he was like, this is how I give a note to an actor. It's like, here, have this thought in your head, take a beat, think about that thought, and then proceed with the scene while we're filming you. And I just like some of the notes that he gave as far as like being an improv person myself, understanding like how to how to take notes as a comedic actor in other mediums. And so I think I could love would love to see him work in a Christmas movie medium. Uh, doing the parodies or doing like some sort mm -hmm. of like, you know, like that, that they did on workaholics and also seeing him work with some really great improvisers or comedians who just haven't had their day in the sun uh, working on films, but are great comedians and mm -hmm. could be great actors. And I think he could unlock that. So uh, he was my second choice. 
if that makes any sense. I, <laughs> Absolutely. What if, okay. Did either of you see the movie and Seth Rogen again, but the Christmas party or office yeah. Christmas party? Yeah. Or it was no. Jennifer Aniston and Seth Rogen, I think, and maybe Jason Bateman? Yeah, yes. I, yeah. Yes, I did. Um, that I did. That one, I giggled a couple times in that one, but like, imagine an improv based workaholics type. That. Christmas movie, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, yes. Like a corporate Christmas party gone wrong yeah. type of movie from him. that would be a lot of fun. I would actually. love nothing more. Like they, there is. I would a laugh. I would laugh a lot. There was a workaholics episode where they do a Christmas episode, but it's like they do Christmas in July and they're striking because they're not getting half Christmas off. Of course. It's so fucking funny. And so of I would course, like, of course that is. And good. they're just like, we're going on strike. And they're just like, I declare I'm going on strike. Like, you know, just this whole thing. And they don't understand what it means. And I just, I watched that oh. episode recently and I'm like, oh yeah, Kyle Newacek would be perfect to direct a really good, raunchy, ridiculous Christmas comedy. Because he already did in that episode. So I thought he would be <laughs> perfect for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and all yeah. to so, me. Yeah. Okay, okay. So should I go with Ooh, my um, Yeah, I mean we're, 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 we're at the big we're at the big daddies, the big mama cheeses, the uh that's funny know, the other ones. That's um, funny you say that because I have a I call him Papa. Papa oh, before what? his name. I call him Papa. Disney. Uh, <laughs> Papa like when it comes to the Skarsgards, the dad, Peter, yeah. I call him Papa Skarsgard. I don't I don't call him his actual why? name. You why should. would I call him that? He's why Skarsgard. <laughs> um but uh Papa Guillermo. Guillermo del Toro is my oh. number one choice and i so didn't I a, even think of him i have a very Perfect. specific story for him um it is uh i took a note from pan's labyrinth a little bit okay. uh because okay. i want it so he's a he's a hispanic director i want a hispanic story and i want it to be about a little girl who sells uh tacos and taquitos and stuff on the street with her family and the world that world, the world on the street is grays, all like grayscale and drabby mm -hmm. and dull colors. Uh, but when, as soon as she walks into her home, it's su like super vibrant, sort of like Corpse Bride-esque too, where the living world was super drab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. I want it to be like that. And I want it to be around, around Christmas time and what that looks like in a cold drabby world while she's helping her family work. And then what it looks like for her when she comes back home and like, maybe they don't have a lot, but they don't need to have a lot because Christmas is about family. And this could be live action. This could be stop motion. This could be animated. I would be yeah. happy with any of those mediums. Yeah. Uh, it could yeah. even be a musical. That would also be and, absolutely spectacular. And honestly, knowing Guillermo, Elves would be a part of it, and it would oh, they would be yeah. weird and wild. <laughs> yeah. would, and it would be so great, and I would want a little would, plushie of them. Oh, it yes. would be spectacular. Love and that. then he yeah. would have a spinoff on Netflix called like Elf Hunters. Or something. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, <laughs> like yes, please. Troll hunters. Troll hunters. Yeah, I would like that. I'd like that's a good show. <laughs> that's a good I'm show. not making. I'm not making fun of it. That's a good show. It is. A that's good show. quality TV there. 
You. Um, okay. Oh, it's me? Yes. Okay. I don't know if you're ready for this. Are you ready for this? So yes. very ready. Okay. Hold on, though. Listeners, pull over. You're not ready for this. You're not ready. So I want a new animated cartoon Christmas movie classic. But I want the creative minds behind Cloudy with the Chance of Meatballs and the Lego movie. I want Chris Lord, Chris Miller and Phil Lord. Yes! yes. An animated Christmas movie. More oh. than anything. I think that they, whatever they would come up with, whatever they, like the magic they had behind the Lego yes. movies, the, the magic they have in the Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, Whatever they have a way of capturing the wonder of these stories that is just amazing and things that are just laugh out loud funny like Cloudy with a Chance uh, yeah. of Meatballs I is just funny. On There's a face. leak in it the boat. Funny. <laughs> and it is just wonderful, and that's even so in the good. second one, which isn't as good as the first one. Yeah, it's, agreed. There's just laugh out loud funny, and so I would I would adore. Anything that Phil Lord and Chris Miller, if they figured out like a, a 3D animated type movie, yeah. I just want a new animated classic and I want them to be driving it. And that's why they're my number one is because I think the the height of a Christmas special is like the Rankin Bass kind of the animated Christmas classics like the Frosty, the Snowman yeah. and yeah. the Rudolph the Reindeer and like those. Those are like right. the Christmas and we need a new one. And yeah. I think they are the guys that could do it. So, Oh, that's, that's an amazing one. choice. Yes. Um, All right. I love that. I, I said they were. I said you weren't ready. That's great. Wasn't. Uh, wasn't. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> wasn't expecting that, but that's a beautiful choice. And it makes Thank my you. number makes my number one feel a little bit trite because, again, already been mentioned, but I already have kind of a plan for what I would like to see this director do. Ooh, okay. I mean, I mean, unfortunately, very, it was a little very, it was very specifically close to someone else's number, one of their other numbers. But I would love to see, as my number one, Wes Anderson do a stop motion Christmas. Yes. Movie. Yes. Huh, you, yes. You, I hadn't mentioned him yet. You knew. You knew. Uh, yeah, of course. <laughs> Um, but I but just love that you also picture yeah it stop motion because I mean again his live action stuff of course unparalleled he made my favorite movie Great, of all yeah. time but like again I watch Fantastic Mr Fox like once a year at least so beautiful but my premise to him Mr Anderson if you are listening which I know you are one cast Wes, me Mister Mister hey yo Wes Wesley can you please get back to my emails um, Wesley yay yay. What's it? Trust me, my... I, I hate myself as much as everybody else. <laughs> no, I think Wessie, that was. Yeah, yeah. We're keeping that. Hashtag We're keeping Wessie, it. Yeah, yeah. Hashtag Wessie, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm hashtagging it. I'm writing it down. Only, oh my god! Only his, <laughs> only his closest of friends get to call yeah, him Wes. The, Can the you wolf... imagine Wes Anderson? Responding to Wesley AA. Uh, you, you know, Luke no, and Owen you. Wilson call him that. 
He's like, mm, no, thank you. No. I'm good. Thank no. you. I'm good. Thank you. Mm, that's not very. Mm, not that doesn't turn. make me feel very pastel. No. <laughs> me, I will burst all in my tweed jacket with arm patches. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> I need um, more layers away from you. Yes, please. Um, this reminds me of how much I don't like my father. Like, I present in every movie I do. Um, <laughs> but yes, no. what's your premise? Like, does it premise. involve Santa Claus? It does. And that's what I was thinking is I would love to do a movie where Santa Claus is like the dad, but like from a perspective of an estranged father and he, it's Mm -hmm. Mrs. Claus and the kids where it's like, I don't like whatever, like three, two or three kids of his where he's, he's big hotshot Santa Claus traveling the world, whatever. And yet he has to come home to this family that he's kind of just left behind where it's like, Yeah. yeah, I made this family. I thought this was what I was supposed to do, whatever, but I've abandoned you. For most but they're of also life. rich snobs because they're they so have rich. everything they could they could want yeah, because they just brats. have elves to build everything. Yeah, they're Question. such little brats. Yes. Can he call him his little elves? Like little flashbacks uh, to when oh, they were little, he'd call them his God. little elves. I love that. Sure, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, think you would have I would love I would love to see like, you know, like I guess it is almost me remaking Royal Tenenbaums, but he does do a lot of family dynamics where there's a lot of estranged family elements. Yeah. And that, I think he's really good at that too. Mm-hmm. So that's why I thought a Santa Claus version of that with, you know, him and Mrs. Claus are still married, but like it, they're yeah. struggling that she's like, mm-hmm. now their kids are teenagers and they're just like, and it's like, well, you need to be around more because like, uh, I don't know, like uh, um, Yule Log Mistletoe is now getting into pot or whatever. I don't know. Like whatever. <laughs> that, that would be each know. of their names. Yule yeah. Log and Mistletoe. Yeah. Mistletoe's uh, a girl. I, yes. <laughs> could I, could I, could I throw out an alternate? Uh, 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 an alternate movie idea. Yes, please. Taking off of another Wes Anderson movie that, that could work. Yes. So this is more um, Steve Sizu, oh, if yeah. you will. Okay. But so Santa Claus and his family and his eldest son, who is disenfranchised because his dad's always gone, has run away and is just in the world somewhere and he doesn't know where he is. And so Santa Claus, voiced by Bill Murray, yes, is on one last ride. He's on one last go on the sleigh, sleigh, but he's determined to find his son in the world, like wherever he is. Oh, I so. love that. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. I need to see it in stop motion. Oh, my God. I need to see Yeah. That. Yeah. Magical. <laughs> That'd be magic. Wes, Wes-E-A, where S-Wes-E-A is. Please get back to us and cast all three of us as as voice actors. We don't have to be the oh, stars. Oh, yes. We, we, no, we not at all. To. We don't have to be the stars. Um, we need I, to, and we need it. And, uh, and yes, it. now, I we, need, have, we have a, yeah, bad we have a task ahead of us. We have a task ahead of us to get to some agreed upon five. Yeah. Because we didn't share very many, which is no. okay. How do we get to a five? Or, I mean, it's the Christmas season. We can just not limit it to five. And everybody, you know, we could just have 12 or how, because we shared a couple. Or we Mia, did share do you, is, is there a math way that you've figured out to make this work? Or is it the Christmas season we just have a lot? I just think we have a lot. The only mm-hmm. one that I'm is okay with shared that. at all is is Wes. He's the only one. Yeah. Um, okay. You know what? Then yeah, 15, 15 directors in Christmas yeah. movies. This 
episode was just chock full of good ideas and yeah. in their gifts. They consider them gifts to yes. everyone that's out there. Yeah. So, yeah, that was it. You know what? But I would love it if each of us would read back through our five just to read off those gifts and remind <laughs> everyone of how bountiful this episode was. Mia, we'll start with you. Uh, my top five hopeful Christmas movie directors is at number five, I have Ron Howard. At number four, I have Jordan Peele. At number three, mm -hmm. I have Patty Jenkins. Number two is Christopher Nolan. And number one is Guillermo del Toro. Man, I, it's funny. It's just, I love all of those. And yeah. I didn't have any of them. And it's so, yeah. so surprising. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, but here was, here was my five. Uh, number five, Wes Anderson doing a stop motion Christmas. Number four, J.J. Abrams with a kid-focused Christmas adventure. Number three, Greta Gerwig doing a Christmas-esque, a Christmas story-esque indie movie. Number two, Taika Waititi doing a hilarious Christmas comedy. And number one, Phil Lord and Chris Miller doing a wonderful, heartfelt animated classic. I love it. Love it. Yeah. My, my top five... Uh, are Bong Joon-ho, um, mm -hmm. then uh, Quentin Tarantino is number four, Edgar Wright is number three, Kyle Newichek is number two, and Wes Anderson doing stop motion is number one. Hello! Yay, hello. <laughs> you know what? Normally this would be where we would say, go out and watch these movies, but you can't. You can't. They we don't made, exist. We made them. We we'll made them up. But if you guys want, go bug those directors. Have them come to us. We'll write those stories, and they can be for realsies in the real world. Please. Okay. Yep. I, this is the last segment of the, of the day, and I have a game that we're going to play. Mia, sing us away. Get into the game. Uh, get into the game. Uh, get into the game. Get into the game. Okay, beep song. All right, I love that. That was. I do too. Uh, I loved it. I love it. It was perfect. Man, all right, we're just have to record that and use it over and over again. Um, <laughs> all right, here's what's about to happen. I am chatting you individually on your Facebook chats. Okay. Uh, a quote, a quote from a Christmas movie that you each have to do in your best Santa Claus voice. <laughs> oh, crap. We are gonna guess. We are gonna guess which uh which christmas movie it is and i'll go first and i'll do mine uh and see if you guys can guess which christmas movie this is from ho, 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 ho. where are you gonna get more sweaters after the circus pulls out of town ho, 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 ho. oh it would it make it better if i said neil Neil. Oh, Santa Claus. Yeah. He's making fun of Neil's sweaters. Yeah, yeah. Neil the oh psychiatrist. Oh, my gosh. Neil the oh psychiatrist my... and his stupid God. 90s sweaters. Yes. I, yes. Oh. I and, yeah. Poor Neil. Okay. So, okay. Mia, oh. did you get your quote? I did. <laughs> what if Christmas, he thought... Doesn't come from a store. What if Christmas, perhaps, means a little bit more? 
not like a uh, Christmas, uh, 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 Scrooge. Uh, no, it's um, uh, uh, Grinch. Grinch, yeah. damn it. Grinch. Even it's I knew. God damn it. Christmas. How the Scrooge stole Christmas. And like the Grinch and um, is my spirit animal when it comes to holiday stuff. So uh, I don't know why the fuck I didn't know that. Um, can I can I reveal a secret to both yes. of you today? And this, don't tell anybody. I won't. Especially won't not tell the anyone. millions of people listening. Yes. Um, today we watched in our household all three Grinch movies. Whoa! Uh, like th three? New, oh, the animated one. Okay. The, the, the first animated live ones. action. The and first one, the Benedict Cumberbatch one, the Benedict Cumbergrinch one, and then the live action one. Uh, because they were just kids like them. Yeah. Hold up. Um, now I have to make so, that a hashtag. Yeah. So, uh, all right. And then, uh, Courtney. Okay. You're our last Santa for the evening. Right. Ho, ho, ho. I planned out our whole day. First, we'll make snow angels for two hours. Then we'll go ice skating. And then we'll eat a whole roll, roll of Toll House cookie dough as fast as we can. And then we will snuggle. Ho, 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 ho. Impeccable. That was Elf. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I knew that joke. Oh, yeah. I purposely gave you one that was so long. I know. <laughs> You had the fastest but, one of the three of us. But it was oh, so fun. You. But it I also had so to enca fun. encapsulate Buddy the Elf, who's like, yeah, and we're going to go, and we're going to go make snow angels. And, like, just, I, you know, you had to, like, do all of it. Yeah. It, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. He's shaking the edge of sketch. It's fun. It's um, fun. Oh. <laughs> And there we come. We have come to the end of another High Five Colon the podcast. Courtney, Mia, how do you feel about this one? Oh, great. I'm so over the moon. Holly and an Jolly. An episode for the books. An episode yeah. for the books. Yeah. Uh, this will be our last episode over the Christmas break, but we will be back in 2022 with new episodes, new lists, new nerdy things. We may even talk about some TV shows or some comic books or some actual books and stuff next year. What? You don't know Woo! what's going to happen. It's going to be crazy. But until then... Do yourself a favor, give yourself a holiday gift, and subscribe to our podcast on your phone. And go grab all of your relatives' phones and give them a gift and subscribe to our podcast <laughs> on their phones as well. So it'll be a, it'll be a holiday miracle uh, that they get all of our new episodes. But listen and follow along. And as always, uh, we have the best uh, uh, beneficial overlords at project-nerd.com. Mm -hmm. So find other shows. Courtney has a comedy show on there. Uh, we've got so much shit going on over there that you wouldn't believe it. There's even some special stuff coming out next year that you want to get your hands on. So get over to project-nerd.com, subscribe, get the updates, and listen to the other shows that we've got. But until next time, I'm Jay. I'm Courtney. And I'm Mia. <laughs> High five, everybody. We have reached the end of another High Five, the podcast episode. It's time to lock up the writer's room and rest comfortably, knowing we knocked out another great list of things you should be watching. If the guys didn't mention your favorites this week in their lists, you can harass them by emailing them at myfive at highfivethepodcast.com. That's M-Y-F-I-V-E at H-I-G-H-F-I-V-E T-H-E-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot com.
Got that? Or connecting with them on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash high five the podcast. On Twitter at high the number five the podcast. Instagram at high five the podcast. Or on Letterboxd by searching high five colon the podcast. Don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts and drop the show a five-star rating to show us some love. What's the worst that could happen? Farting your skeleton out of your body? <laughs> Maybe. And that's a wrap, everybody. Cut, Casper. That's a wrap. Cut, printed. What happens in the next reel? Cut. Okay, that's a print. Okay, cut. That's a wrap. That's a wrap, people. Now let's get the hell out of here.